Hey peeps, so today, I don't know, I don't know if today's topic is roughly, is around relationships or what it is, but I'm just going to go with the flow and I'm just going to speak my mind today, because I, I had a very healthy conversation last night with someone on the app that I go live on, and it was a very good conversation and it made me think that a lot more people need to know about this, a lot more people need to have the understanding for this. As the world goes by, as the generation goes by... I think, you know, we, we say and we look at these people and we say we want relationships like the olden days where people spent 70... We complain, we say, why isn't it a relationship can't go for 70, 60 years? What is, why is it so hard to ask for loyalty and commitment and all of that good sh shazam? And a lot of us are so conflicted and confused within ourselves because we've not gone on the self-discovery path. We've gone through certain traumas or certain pain as children or growing up we've seen certain influences or certain behaviours that we have literally mimicked those behaviours and we don't realise it really. We don't realise it because we never look at ourselves. We always just move on. We don't look inside ourselves. And... Pretty much when we go into a relationship, we are literally mimicking behaviours and patterns of what we've seen with our parents or a single home environment or whatever. As we grew up, we're project we're literally doing them all over again. It's like we live in a cycle. That just let's just say we live in a cycle. But for those people that want the 70 to 80 years relationship, let me just tell you something. You know, whenever I look at old people old couples relationship and ask them how long have you guys been together and they say a numerous amount of years i i literally smile at them and i instantly think you guys must have really wanted to kill each other at some point of your life and you know genuinely they will turn around and say yeah we have and then i think in my mind do you realize how many struggles ups and downs them those two individuals have gone through like literally what kind of shit they must have put each other through they must have lied at times they might have had arguments at times they've you know whatever but why they lasted so long is because they always had that base that foundation a healthy foundation and i'm not talking about abuse or all of that good stuff i'm not talking about that stuff that relationship is out i'm not talking about those i'm talking about healthy relationships i'm talking about the people that actually have made it 70 60 years and now are happily still in love with each other i'm talking about relationships in general so these are these are not don't take that you know abusive and violent vindictive relationships should not be dealt with period i've been through it i've had two relationships serious relationships and trust me uh, yeah i know exactly what abuse is so just let's just throw that out the window that's for some some other time that i will get into but i'm talking about healthy relationships and nowadays what i see with the young people or even people at my age right I'm 32, people even at my age, it's always, they, they have this perfect relationship idea, they have this thing that a relationship should be like this, or a relationship should be like this, what people don't understand, when you go into a relationship, never ever think it's going to be smooth sailing, no, if you think there's not going to be any arguments, there's not going to be any disagreements, or you are not going to be out of your comfort zone. 
I think you need to reevaluate yourself and need to really dig deep and do some self-discovery because you're being selfish. When you go into a relationship, you have to consider the other person's feelings. You have to consider the other person's past. You have to consider how their life experience has molded them to be who they are today. It can be anything. And then you have to understand the same thing about yourself. And then when you come together, you need to realize you're not going to be on the same page every day. You're not going to be on the same level every day. But you need to build that foundation of trust. You need to build that foundation of communication. Communication is the most important thing that you can have in a relationship, along with trust. And last night, funny enough, I got asked this question, which was quite interesting. That if a man, because I was talking about my trust issues, and I do have trust issues. This is why now... Although I've closed those doors of having a relationship or I've closed that side of me. That's gone and done and dusted, buried, ruins left. I mean, I don't want to even jump into anything because I don't have time for it. I don't have the mindset. I, my, that pain is not worth me jumping in with anybody. So someone asked me last night, a woman has trust issues. Now, if a man, a good man, bears his soul out to that woman and she still has the insecurity... I answered, what do you do then? And I answered that. And I said, there's two ways of looking at it. If you have bared your soul, you've told her everything, you've left. And this could be for anyone. It can be male, female, doesn't matter. I don't care. Take it whichever way. But I, I, I got asked by a male, so I'm answering as a woman. Now, if the guy has literally given you everything and there's nothing there for you to pinpoint at, then that is something that you need to retreat within yourself and find out the core issue of why are you tempt why do you have this inkling that something's are you tainting your past with your reality? This is something that I always have done when I've been triggered in a relationship or something's not felt right and I've always gone within myself taken that time and had conversations with myself where I've been like okay maybe I'm tainting my past with my reality you know my reality is good look what I've got I, I have this thorough conversation with me with myself but for no reason if you're obsessing of the fact and you're for no reason if you're obsessing and trying to find the fault in a good person next to you who is being genuine, then you need to retreat and look at yourself and do a self-discovery. No, you need to express and voice that to your partner. You need to tell them that, look, I know you're not doing it, but my mind keeps on ticking. My, I keep on getting this thing. And maybe seek a professional help. Maybe go to a couple's therapy. Maybe go for counselling for yourself to find the root of the problem. Because believe me, a good person, if you have communication with them, they will understand you and they will stand by you to help you eradicate those, those little triggers or those little insecurities that you've got. And then I said to him, there's another perspective of looking at it. And this is my own personal experience. <clears throat> Something out of my book and my life. I have trust issues. I've always had trust issues since I've been a kid because I never had a solid home. I came, I came from a very broken home. I've been neglected, I've been abused from a very young age. 
and I think that perceived that that kind of made me push into two relationships that were very abusive at the same time not healthy relationships and in those relationships I never knew my value I never understood I never had confidence and that you know I had a lot of insecurities that came up I had a lot of trust issues and all of the you can say triggers so when I got out of relationship with my daughter's dad I self-reflected I literally took almost two years out and I was single uh, single in a sense where I used to go out and have coffees with guys not sleeping with them but I used to go out and have coffee with guys and that's how far it would go I was literally if I see a good looking guy who I'm physically attracted to I have no harm in saying why hello there like that's just me that's just banter doesn't mean that I want to get into his pants because when it comes to that I'm like no fuck no you can fuck off now it don't matter what good look how good looking you are but I've had trust issues and previously in my last relationship I made it very clear I made it absolutely clear from the get-go that this is me I have trust issues I have triggers please do not do these things because this is what affects me this is what may I will bottle it up but then again I will blow up as well don't do these things and that's me in a way setting a boundary around me saying that I don't appreciate these things because I know what the consequences are and it will affect no matter how much I've healed no matter what counseling I've been to no matter what therapy I've been to it is just human psyche mentally if you see a same pattern or if you see something off or you feel a certain energy off it just it can take anything for for you to get triggered so I said I don't like these things and I'm not comfortable with these things so don't do them just I appreciate it anyways we got into relationship and my perspective was which I said to my friend last night from my point of perspective from day 1 I knew there was red flags from day 1 I knew there was lack of communication from day 1 I knew that this person wasn't you know as much as I was attracted and I was pulled to this person for some reason every time I tried to back away from it because I knew this wasn't going to this wasn't going to last but you know anyways you you can't help who you fall in love with So my trust issues were okay and I always used to have conversations with myself whenever I felt like I was triggered and I always used to look at the fact that no look he's done this for me and he's done this for me nobody's ever done these things for me nobody and I used to express my gratitude multiple times about it But where it got to the point you know he was at times where I would be triggered and I would speak to him and he would say to me that talk to me we will fight this together we'll do this brother and I would talk to him and i gave him that trust but the point is there came a time where there was no consistency there was no that consistency kept on dropping so when you say to someone when they have trust issues genuine trust issues and you say to them no i'm going to be there and you have that communication but then again they don't have it if that makes sense like they're not consistent with it so let me tell you one thing If you are not consistent with someone who has trust issues or who has a certain amount of, you know, experience, bad experience in their past that they don't really carry with them, but they have a memory, they have got a brain. And if you're not being consistent with them, 
then don't turn around and blame them for feeling triggered or not understanding it with them. And long story short, anyways, the question that was asked last night, I gave one perspective of a woman that, you know, doesn't have anything, doesn't have all of this, and she's triggered, and she has that little just inkling, and she's got a good person with her who has the communication. But then if you look at it, another aspect is where the guy's not he's he's not he's not being consistent he is a good guy but he's not being consistent with what he says his actions tell otherwise and his partner has issues from the past not issues but just has memories that are very detrimental that are very they can get triggered in that situation it's Again, it's very hard because you've not set up that communication. One person is communicating, but the other ones just keeps on shutting down because they're not consistent, if any of that makes sense. <clears throat> point being, long story short, point being, people nowadays go into a relationship thinking, oh, it's going to be perfect. It's going to be fine. They're not going to have any baggage. They're not going to have... Let me just wake you up on that one. Everybody is going to have a certain amount of baggage, whether it be emotional, mentally, physically, whatever. Everybody has baggage. Everyone has certain toxic traits. If you say that you don't have a toxic trait, trust me, you do have a toxic trait. I have a toxic trait, and that is anger. I mean, God help you if you get on the wrong side of me. And I don't say it lightly. I'm not saying it because I think I'm a big hotshot or something. No. I'm, I'm the most patient, peaceful person, happy-go, energy high and everything. But if you keep on pushing my buttons when I've said, don't do this, because I don't like this, and you keep on provoking or pushing me, whether it be intentional or unintentional, trust me, I will flip out and say the, the most nastiest things to you. Just so you can feel the hurt that I'm, the way I'm hurting and trust me afterwards honestly I do take accountability I do apologize for my faults that's the biggest thing that I've learned there is nothing greater than saying I am sorry for what I said because it doesn't make you any smaller it just makes you much more wiser much more mature to understand that yeah you can make mistakes but you can also take accountability for your mistakes and own up to your bullshit but nowadays people don't do that People go into relationships of, you know, selfishness, ego. They don't understand what it takes to have a long-lasting, healthy relationship. It's always you perceive the other person how you want. You, you want to mold them how you want. You want to mold them in your convenience. You don't need to. You, you don't need to. You need to love someone or like someone for who they are and understand that they come with mistakes and flaws nobody is perfect you're not perfect and if you expect someone to like and love you with your imperfections then believe me you have to do the vice versa and i think my biggest advice to anyone who goes into a relationship first of all set your intentions think about it your intention should be are you really gonna have this as a long term do you see a future with this person do you want to build with this person if you don't then walk away. 
if that person you know there's a tingling at the back of your mind because everyone has that little voice where you like yeah this person is not for me this person is not for me because you know they're on a different level then walk away from them do not jump into a relationship if you do not know what you want if you are confused conflicted don't go into a relationship because you will not only hurt yourself but you will break someone's heart and you will change their entire perception of a relationship and it's not fair it's not fair on you and it's not fair on them nobody needs to be crying over someone for months and months to come on no But genuinely, going into a relationship, I, I strongly, my beliefs are you need to have a healthy communication. You need to set up boundaries. You need to, it is, and a lot of people argue with me on this, or I've heard it plenty of times and it fucking pisses me off. It really gets on, grinds in my fucking nerves and it gets under my skin. The fact that when you go into a relationship and you say, my phone's my phone, or my friends are my friends, let me just correct you there. If you're going into a relationship and you want a long-lasting, healthy relationship, you will have no problems with the other person looking at your phone or, you know, um, picking up your phone. Or you won't have any problems with introducing your person to your friends, whether they be female or male friends. And trust me, this is coming from a person who is like, you know... I don't care if my my partner has female friends, uh, he has a female best friend, doesn't, doesn't matter to me. But the way I look at it is, because I know I have trust issues, the way I look at it is make me feel comfortable around them. I don't care if you best friends with someone, you know, you used to like. Fine. But make me feel comfortable around that woman or girl. Make me feel comfortable. You know, let me be friends with them. Let's go out together. That right there is building trust and communication. There is nothing wrong with that. Also, every girl has a group chat with their girl best friends and they have like a girly little chat group, right? And I know a lot of girls will go like, oh, they'll talk shit. Uh, Girls do it. Guys even do it. Guys have a lads, lads group. And they will ta- talk shit. They will talk about each other's girlfriends. They will talk about each other's dicks. They will talk. It's just, yeah, it's normal. It's normal now. It's acceptable. But if you are gonna make it a big problem of, you know, if your other half picks up your phone and you're like, no, nah, that's private and confidential, and you shouldn't be. That's sort of you saying you're kind of you're kind of giving a vibe of oh there's something there no it should be just open it's fine you are building a long-term relationship with the other half and it goes for the same it goes for the girls and it goes for the guys this is not just for guys or not just for girls this is for both it doesn't matter if they pick up your phone it doesn't matter if they go through your fucking phone right and honestly in my opinion I think for a girl, once asking is enough, more than enough, for her to feel secure. Once is more than enough when she meets her female friends for her to feel comfortable. A real woman, I'm talking about, not a girl who wants to pick fights. Not a girl, a a real matured woman, 
And it's the same for the guy. There's guys with insecurities. So if a guy goes to his woman and says, you know what, can I see your phone? It should take one time to make you feel secured. But then, when it comes to the second time, always ask, there's always that inconsistency. That's why that second time arrives. But there still should be not problem. You shouldn't have your ego come in the way. You shouldn't have your pride come in the way. That, no, it's my phone, blah, blah, my privacy. When you're in a, in a relationship, when you can fart in front of each other, when you can shit in front of each other, when you can eat in front of each other, when you can fucking pick your noses in front of each other, when you have literally fucking done everything with each other, mate, buddy, there is no fucking privacy, all right? There is absolute no privacy. The only time you have got privacy is when you're in a casual thing and you know that's not going to last. That's like a few, few days long thing or a few weeks long thing. But when you're genuinely with someone and you say, you're my lifetime person and I love you, you're the love of my life. Trust me, these little things should not bug you because you're looking at the bigger picture. You're looking to build with this person. You're looking to have a foundation with this person. These little things don't matter. These little things shouldn't be an issue. But again, you need to be consistent. And I say this to the women and I say this to the man. But I say it more to a man. Because we have too many women who are heartbroken. Too many women that have trust issues. That have been abused and misused and whatnot. And women are generally more vulnerable than men. It's just psyche. I'm not saying men don't go for it. Men go for it the same amount. But men have a... Men have a very quicker reaction to shutting off their emotions. Women, it takes a bit longer. And if she suddenly shuts off her emotions, then trust me, she's she's going to hurt other people. She needs to an, an actual woman who gets the help, who gets the love that she needs. She will she will understand her emotions. She will work on herself. But those women or men who generally shut off very quickly from an abuse or whatever, that's not healthy. They will project that on the other person. But that's a different, totally different topic. But no, my my point today was, and it was a conversation last night that I, that I genuinely enjoyed. And I think that's why I think I'm probably just going to end up calling this, this episode relationships and society. But I really hope whoever hears this out, whoever this is for, take it from me. You want to be in a long-term relationship. You want to, you know, have find the love of your life. Don't go out looking for it. Don't go hunting for it. Generally, do not do that. But take some time out for yourself. Do some self-discovery in yourself. Understand what you want out of life. And understand what you want out of a relationship. Build those standards. Build those boundaries. And... If you just want a casual fling, you just want to sleep around, don't have any shame in it. Fucking don't have any shame in it. You want to do that, you go ahead and do that. With the purest intentions. With those kind of people that are looking for the same thing. But genuinely, do not go into a relationship with someone who is actually looking for a long-term, consistent, honest long-lasting relationship don't go with a person if your intentions are wavery or you are confused and conflicted because you are only going to hurt yourself and you're going to hurt the other person and don't ever go into a relationship thinking oh it's going to be hunky-dory and you know the honeymoon phase 
let me just tell everyone, let me just wake everyone up about this honeymoon phase that all of you, all of you lot think about. The honeymoon phase is not real. Because you genuinely are not knowing about each other. You are literally so infatuated and so romanticizing and so into that, like the first few months or weeks, you're just into each other. Physically, you just can't get enough of each other. But then as time passes by, those curtains slowly fall off. Those glasses fall off. That perfection falls off. And you start seeing the imperfections of the other person. And that's when it hits you that like, oh, okay. But if you have that in the start, trust me, you will have a good relationship. If in the start, you know what you want, you set your intentions for the other person to understand, you set that communication, you're mature enough to say, I want communication, I want trust. And this is how I think we, sh we can build on it. Give that doorway, the other person will come and meet you as well. And you will know about each other. You would know perfections, imperfections, everything. So that that honeymoon phase where you are up each other's asses all the time won't happen. You would actually know the reality of the person. You would know their likes and dislikes and what they don't like. And you can manage that with a communi healthy communication, not fucking screaming at each other, but healthy communication. And then if they have trust issues or you have trust issues, you guys can, again, talk about it, build that. Because that honeymoon phase where you're up each other's asses and you're more sexual and more kissing and romanticizing and all of that good stuff, you're not really building a foundation. Your foundation is very, very weak. The first few weeks or the first few months should be enabled on building a strong foundation where you can then build and grow from that. That is how an actual, real, genuine, matured relationship works. You see these power couples? You see these kings and queens out there? I mean, go ask them how they started out. Go ask them. No perfect relationship starts out normal. No perfect relationship or these power couples, or these elderly couples that you married, people that you see, they, they never started their relationship perfect. There was always flaws, there was always ups and downs, but they managed to work through it because they built the foundation. So, it's kind of sad to see, for me, because it's like, I meet people on a regular basis, and I see, like, you know... It, it's it's just people have a very different perception they they think very selfishly nowadays they think very oh they, this is going to be perfect and love should be perfect they just have this idea and a lot of people fall in love with the a lot of people fall in love with the idea of love but they don't really understand what it takes to remain in love or keep that love alive which is, again, consistency and communication and maturity. You can have, I mean, the moment you wake up and realize that nothing is perfect, nobody is perfect, that is when you realize that, yeah, going into a relationship, you will, you will understand this. But to, I just, I, it just baffles me where people think, ah, oh, everything should just come on the plate easy as go. But genuinely, it doesn't. Nothing is easy. 
and the good things is like success. You know, we grow up, we get fucking degrees and experiences and whatnot just so that we can get onto that success ladder. We can get to a point in our lives that we can say, yeah, we've reached the highest. We've got good earning money. We've got a home. We've got this. But question yourself. How hard did you have to work to get to the top? How many times did you have to fail? How many times did you have to go through depression or sit there and kick your own ass and think, this is so fucking hard? But your end goal was that success. You wanted to be on the top, so you fucking made it to the top. You fought through all of that. That is exactly what a relationship is. That is what is building with someone. That is what love is. And unfortunately, we don't understand this. We think people are easy. We, we live in a fantasy land. We don't really look at reality. The person who says to me, oh, I'm a realist, I literally will say to their face, you're bullshitting right now because you're not a realist. A real person understands this world is fucked up. There's too many fucked up people and there's more fucked up people than good people. So the moment you understand that, you understand the fact that every person on this planet of Earth has gone through different experiences and different phases in their life. Some of them come from an abused home. Some of them have seen terrible things in their lives. So you cannot ask when you go into a relationship with someone, you cannot think they're going to be perfect or you have this, this, this perfection idea of easiness in that relationship because it's not going to be easy if you want a genuine power couple built home you want success in that relationship you can never go into that relationship thinking oh it's going to be easy uh we're going to go for the honeymoon phase no anyway guys it's been like what 30 minutes now <laughs> i'm going to do another episode tomorrow <laughs>